Bunny and Bab Show. Hey guys, how's it going? Hey there, this is Josh Bunny. <laughs> this is Danielle. They call me Babs. Well, my guy calls me Babs. Welcome to the Bunny and Babs show. Welcome. Uh, today, uh, we figured we would talk to you guys a little bit about, uh, well, you know, we're in the middle of this kind of crazy virus. Stay at home mandate yeah, and everything this... that everyone's going through right now. Right, right. Um, and so that give, that's given a lot, a lot of people, I think, some uh, free time. Uh, you know, oh, absolutely. <laughs> to, uh, Free time, bored time. Bored time. The Don't whole... know what to do with yourself time. And so we figured we'd take some time and talk about uh, some of the movies that we've been watching on our... Uh, streaming services. Uh, yeah, on our streaming services. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure that's what a lot of people are doing right now. We're all catching up on movies. Us, we love movies. Yes. So, I mean, we go to the movies as, as often as we can when everything's up and going. I wish I could go even more, but... Yeah. So the movie part of this has been pretty great for me being able to catch up on all this stuff. <laughs> yeah, we we uh we're pretty avid movie people. We were avid movie people before the the coronavirus Absolutely. hit. Absolutely. So you know we uh, we definitely uh, we have enjoyed it, yeah. yeah, and we love talking <laughs> about about our uh, you know our different movies and you know we've watched a lot. We love making um, recommendations. I yeah. tell my mom or sister, or I might let some friends know. Hey, have you checked this out? So we figured, why not? talk about movies today <laughs> and i don't know about you guys out there but we are uh we love we will we'll stop in the middle of the movie and, and discuss what's going on 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 film because i think <laughs> i think so much of what what good movies are um is an opportunity to kind of deal with subjects that you may not or issues i should say mm -hmm. deal with issues that you may not necessarily deal with in you know your normal everyday well, that's what makes them so good because it becomes that escape. It's something else out of the ordinary, even if for a fantasy adventure film or even if it's something serious and dramatic that people can relate to. If you haven't gone through it personally, it allows you that outside perspective on it and you gain a new understanding of something. So it's great to be able to stop them and see how we feel about it and discuss it and really see what's going on. So we just want to break down a few movies for you guys today. Yeah. Give our opinions. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just... It's so funny to me because because that whole aspect of of movies that's the uh, you know the there I you know I, when I was growing up there was this whole idea that that you know movies and television can rot your brains but I always felt like I always felt like as I've gotten older that that movies have influenced you know who right. I am <laughs> yeah who I well who I am and 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 the things that yeah. that so even even some of my beliefs and some of my my ideas you know have been influenced uh by by movies but you know sometimes my like what like give an example well like uh you know I was I was a pretty conservative uh individual for a, a vast majority of my life and mm -hmm. it wasn't until I really um I started watching movies, and one, one movie in particular was American Beauty, and I don't know if I'd feel the same way about it now as I as I did back then. I, I'd still enjoy it, but the first time I watched American Beauty, I was really, uh, it was kind of shocking in a lot of ways. It was a very, like, jarring movie, mm -hmm. um, and it's all about kind of that... You know, things aren't as pretty as they always seem. I remember the catchphrase. Right, the grass isn't greener on the other side. And yeah, that that, yeah. that sort of thing. And because I, I remember the catchphrase was "look closer," mm -hmm. you know. And uh, I I always thought that was interesting. That things aren't necessarily as as beautiful 
on the outside as you think they are, or as ugly on the outside as you think that, that they you are. might assume. Right, that, right, yeah. right. So, so yeah, that's why we thought it would be nice for us to take some time and, and just discuss a film, film, yeah. film. Excuse me. Yeah, because it's something most people are into, and yeah. hopefully we'll discuss ones that you guys have seen or even haven't seen, and maybe can make some recommendations on ones that we've liked yeah, for you. So. Absolutely, and maybe if you guys out there would like to offer some suggestions for us to watch movies, we're always up for 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 hearing those out and absolutely, and checking those out. yeah, yeah. So, so which I one think the one to... we should start with is Onward. Onward, okay. I mean, it's a Pixar film. It's the Pixar <laughs> films are always great. There's always something to be said about them. Yes. They typically tug at your hearts and everything. And that's one that was released at movie theaters, but then all this quarantine um, stuff happened, the coronavirus. And it was, yeah. So it was they moved to the streaming pretty quickly. Right. Pretty right. quickly. Which and I appreciated that. Oh I yeah. Really wanted to see it. Yeah. The huge Pixar fan. And I think it's great, obviously, for for kids that you know who aren't in schools right now and. Are looking for things to do. Who can watch the same movie over and yeah. over and over again? <laughs> so I'm they sure they got a new one. <laughs> I'm sure it's uh, it's a uh, it's a relief for some parents. For some I'm sure parents, at the, yeah. the same time. Yeah. Um, uh, for those of you that don't know what Onward's about, it's kind of a like a fantasy comedy, I guess. What you might want to call it, yeah. an animated fantasy comedy. Yeah. Uh, about two brothers and a and a mo- and a single mother who's a husband uh, passed, passed away. away. They don't when... really give a whole lot of details as to why he passed away. No, as to what went on there. Um, but only one of the sons got to know him growing which up, which was the oldest, the older brother, yeah. obviously, and the younger one, which is voiced by Chris Pratt, and the oh, younger yes. character brother is voiced by Tom Holland. Um, yeah, and it's a good perspective into their relationship and how the younger brother and over older brother how they delve into losing a parent and just living their lives without that one father there and they did a really good job of us seeing the way they communicate and the differences between them and how um how you can really connect to a sibling when you guys have shared something so powerful or even not even shared because they lost their father so the absence of that Mm -hmm. and how much that can bring bring you together and make you depend on each other more than you ever thought you were to begin with you know and i think you know for me um the movie was i i brought a lot of personal uh i guess baggage uh to this movie unintentionally um, because you know there I, I think about it, my uncle passed away uh, when he was very young left behind a family and he wasn't my father obviously but my cousins uh, were uh, young well I think my cousin was just going into high school my oldest cousin was just going into high school and then the the middle yeah. child he was I mean maybe maybe I'm assuming somewhere in middle school, I think. And then Erin, the the youngest, she she was man, she was super young. Anyways, the point that I'm trying to make out of all of that is is that um, when you're watching emotional movies like that, like this, it's 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 hard not to connect because it hooks you in. That yeah, way. because yeah. you feel kind of a personal connection in that respect. And for a lot of um, kids out there who may have watched this movie. Uh, who maybe had a, a, a mother or father who passed away, uh, maybe in some way it, it helped them uh, cope 
with some of with, with one of yeah. some of those things. Maybe I I'm, mean you never know if it's going to be able to cuz me personally I lost my father when I was 5 years old and it didn't have that emotional tug on me. Mm-hmm. And that way I was definitely definitely able to separate that granted that being said I did have a stepfather at the time I was 5 too. My mom was seeing someone else, so there was another male figure in my life, but yeah, it never it never pulled on me never pulled in, on that in that sense. Way. Yeah, but I yeah. do think they did a great job of letting you feel the disconnect that the youngest son felt from mm-hmm. not having that father figure in his life. Right, right. So I don't, I don't want to give the viewers too much information uh, on it, but it, it's funny. You know, it's, it's definitely funny. Now I will say it wasn't. It's not. It's not in any means like one of my top Pixar. Films. No, mean meaning. Like either. it's it's low on the totem pole as far as that goes. <laughs> I mean, maybe because I was born in like the Toy Story era, so the, those coming out, those are my oh god, <laughs> those movies grip me and I love them. So this didn't reach that level, right? But it was still a great film. Yeah, I would definitely, I'd watch it again. You know, in a couple years, it's they did a great job. They did a great job. Their animation is always beautiful. I, they always yeah. have a great storyline in that yeah. end scene, which I won't say what goes on, but that like final scene in the movie between the two brothers and the father is beautiful. Yeah. They do such a good job. It's definitely a tearjerker for it, a lot of people. It, yeah, and I know I it made me cry. It did. Um, it made yeah. me cry. You didn't cry. I didn't. Watching uh-huh. the, mo- watching and the movie. They usually get me, but yeah. this one didn't get me. <laughs> Josh glanced over at me. He was like, baby, this is so oh my god and i was like oh you're crying it's like i'm fine i'm fine i um you know you brought up the animation for the movie and it was it was really good and Mm -hmm. really detailed in a way that i don't think i've seen yet in a pixar movie i and that's not to say that other pixar pixar movies aren't well crafted i always feel like they're incredible they they are but you can definitely see a progression in the technology from like the early films oh yeah of course it makes Uh sense but it's really cool to see how they have as a company as a as a production company um that makes these animated features how they've kind of molded their craft Mm -hmm. into this really cool like that, that i just the hair the way that the hair moved when the characters would move or you know and like yeah it was it was just really cool um to see that so they had some really fun characters in the movie like and not not just the two brothers they really had some fun little um i mean the father (laughs) the father's legs are a character all in themselves and will keep you entertained so i definitely recommend checking it out with the family by yourself whatever just it's it's a good one. It's definitely worth seeing. <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess uh, next time, uh, next next movie. I'm sorry, next movie. Uh, I want to talk about maybe how about uh, how about Lost, Lost in, London? in London? Yeah, sorry, <laughs> Lost in London. That's one with Woody Harrelson, and they're actually streaming that one on Hulu right now. I just came across that by chance. Mm. Yeah, I was just flipping through movies when I get bored and trying to put a list together for Josh and I to, to watch whenever we want to watch a movie. We have some choices to go through. Um, and I'll sit there for like an hour and just look at trailers on movies. So I came across that one, watched it, and I thought it was really interesting. Yeah. It's about a Woody Harrelson. Yeah, it's about it's Woody Harrelson. It's supposed to be loosely based on his life. Yeah, because he, he plays himself. Very, right. very John Malkovich, being John Malkovich-esque. 
The movie is nothing like it. It's nothing like it, but, like, the the whole idea of, like, playing yourself, I've always found that so cool in movies. (laughs) But I think the coolest part of of the movie is the fact that it is all one long shot. The Literally, guys. movie. It's insane. Yeah, yeah. Because and they traverse so much. Oh my gosh. I mean, they're it looks all like over it. town. They must, maybe they're not really, but it. they do such a good job at yeah. making it look like they're driving all over London yeah. in this film and going into different bars and clubs and all this stuff. So yeah, you're... Doesn't he, because he, it's been, it's been a couple of weeks since we watched it, right? right? And I want to say he, he ends up in jail? He does. Something? Yeah. Yeah. And so, and so, I mean, I like they do that all. It's all one it shot. Is like one it is shot. so cool. Yeah. And I mean, you know, I, I'm try, again with any of these movies that we discuss about. I'm trying very hard not to give too much away. Right. But it's in terms of like uh, performance and craftsmanship, it's it's really really cool. But it's about it's about Woody Harrelson. And his relationship with his with, with his, his kid with his, his wife and, and his kids. Yeah, well, right? his it's really about his um, relationship to his success and where he's at mm. in his career and what he you where he used to be and where he's at right now and how he's trying to kind of manage that with his family. Yeah, it seems like he may be doing more than he should be doing because he still wants to have that name, but he doesn't have it. So, you know, he he needs to stay back with his family, but he doesn't know how to balance yeah. it, really. So it, well, it think, leads him down the wrong path sometimes. I think he's... <laughs> it's funny because, I, like I said, I always love when when actors play themselves because I, part of what I... Being an actor, part of what I love is that whatever character you, you play is ultimately through the lens of, of who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. You know, I will... You know, and you and I have had this discussion because we don't we don't necessarily agree eye to eye on this. But right. but in my mind, when I'm performing a role, or I'm auditioning for a role or whatnot, the idea is that um, I want to present that role in the way that I I would view it. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's interesting is is that w- w- when you're playing another character that isn't actually you, there's some distance there, you know. But with you know and you take more chances and leaps because you can explore with that right as opposed to playing yourself where you want to try to be more honest i mean unless it's a character it depends i guess that depends i guess this might be a character of him right this could be a character it looks like it's supposed to be but 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 i mean at the same token there could be a lot of because the movie says that at the at the opening that it's based on it does well no it said something like uh i don't know that that uh Part mo- more of this is true than it should be, or something like right, that. It said right. something like yeah, that. Yeah, they poke at that. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I don't know how much of it is actually true. Right. And and how much of it is is. I think there's probably on. a lot of real moments that have just been exaggerated. Yeah. That would just make the most sense to me. But, but I, it's a fun movie to watch. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I find it like so. I find that for an actor, like, and I mean, maybe this is just me, but to to be so vulnerable enough to play yourself, to play yourself, mm-hmm. I think requires a little bit of, in some ways, I think a little bit more bravery because you are putting your yourself out there, even if it's a character of yourself, and people may, you know, people have a hard time with with roles like say like a bad guy or a villain in a movie. Right. People get 
you know emotional about that. You oh, know, yeah. and they see that they see that actor Definitely. on the on the on the on the screen, and I mean, they just assume me with Game of Thrones and Ramsey Bolton, and how I don't, I can't watch him in anything else because all I think of is Bolton. <laughs> right, right. So every time I see his face, so and I so, get what you're saying. <laughs> and so it's so funny because I'm like I'm like it's it's very brave I think in some in some instances to play yourself because you are. You are you are you, even if what you are playing on there is a character of yourself, you know, yeah. and people are going to think that's you to mm-hmm. some extent. Right. Um, well, not only is it brave to me, I think it just the way if you watch it, the way you play it, he definitely has like a great sense of humor. At least he's showing that. So it's fun to laugh with him mm-hmm. at and at him yeah that it's a good time it's yeah. a good time and there's like cameos in there by owen wilson oh yeah as well and i'm guessing they're genuinely close in real life and they talk about like wes anderson yeah and stuff and it's this like whole tirade <laughs> that is hilarious so mm. i think woody harrelson did a really good job with it. i don't know if this was his directorial debut but he did direct this one right did he I'm pretty sure I feel it's like said we that he done also. More yeah, maybe that. we should have, but I feel like <laughs> he directed this one. Um, it was well done, though. It's definitely an enjoyable ride. Yeah, um, I would highly, I would highly recommend it. E- even if you don't like the movie, the the fact that it's all sh- one long shot. Yeah, pay attention because it is really just is. incredible. And I Josh remember Josh kept trying to find. Wait, did it cut? Yeah, wait, <laughs> did it cut right there? Yeah. I'm like, no, it hasn't. Because. <laughs> Because honestly, and I I shot a, a film back in college, and we had like a, the the opening of our film was like a like a ten minute long shot, and we uh, it took like hours to prep. Yeah. Um, just that that ten minutes. And yeah. Then, so how they would rehearse something like this? Yeah. Like I don't know how I don't know how you even rehearse something like this because to rehearse something in this nature you'd have to close everything you'd almost have to that pay. you'd go to and that's well, the yeah, because that's just it like the the same amount of money that you would spend on re- like rehearsing f- like doing like a full rehearsal right. of a film would be like the same amount that you would pay to just shoot the movie right (laughs) so they have to be on top of their games with their scripts and their lines and stuff or some of it may have just been improv if they were messing up because i don't see how he can shut if this is like an it looks like it's an independent film and the budget to film this twice would probably be astronomical yeah because you're closing down part of london and they're going to all these different places so yeah i don't i don't see that happening yeah i don't know i have no idea logistically how that would work. The only there's other no way this was a soundstage. No, 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 no. No, yeah, there's no, no there's, way. <laughs> there's no way it was a soundstage. No, the 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 thing that's just incredible. It, uh, it's an incredible movie. We'll just leave it at that because it's it is highly uh, just impressive. Really, just for yeah. that reason alone. Mm-hmm. Aside from like the story and the characters and, yeah. and the performances, so definitely. Uh, All right, moving on. I think the next one I'd like to talk about is Ready or Not. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> that was unexpected. I mean, I remember seeing the trailer, mm-hmm. and it definitely looked interesting. We were both excited to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just like, we'll get to it when we get to it. Yeah. You know, we didn't know when it would actually happen. Yeah. Um, and for those of you that, that don't know what it's about, Ready or Not is about a... a, a, a 
bride who's marrying into uh, a very wealthy family who who's, who makes games. They're a gaming right. family that mm-hmm. they you know it's old money, and they are the this family are they're just superficial, self centered. That the typical narcissistic. Yeah, the typical rich, uh, you know. It's just what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to offend anybody out there, really but the reality is, is you you know what those who those people are, especially if you're LA based. Yeah, and so uh, you know she's marrying into this family, and you, it, I'm not, I'm not telling you guys anything other than what you can see in the, in trailer. the trailers. But essentially, uh, you know, every time there's a new person that come that marries into the family, after the wedding, they at night they go and they play a single game to yes. welcome them into that family yes. mm-hmm. well, quote off quote right <laughs> welcome into the family and uh again not to give anything away but uh they have to choose a game they have to choose the individual has to choose a game and it just so happens that this game leads, was hide and seek was hide and seek and, and then the rest that you see in the trailer yeah and then the rest <laughs> that you see in the trailer um it was um you you recognize the mother I, well i recognize the mother in the family there weren't a whole lot of people in the movie in terms of actors that well, were actresses is in it and he's a pretty well known actor he's he was in the oc i i know he did a movie uh, in the land of women i really loved him in that with meg ryan mm-hmm. um so he's one of the main characters in that film he plays the older brother daniel oh with the curly hair. That's he was the older brother or with the younger? Oh yeah, he was the older brother. Yeah, you're right. Um, and the mom, I can't remember. I can't picture the mom right now. I'd say I said she. I don't know. You you did say what her what her name was. I thought. Maybe. But I said uh, she she looks like she could have been uh, Julia Lewis Dreyfus's like sister. Older oh sister. yes, it was Andy McDowell. Andy Thank McDowell. you. Yeah, Andy McDowell. She was in like Michael. Yeah, I got gotcha. John Travolta. So um, she played the mom in that. It was really, you know, whereas... It was exciting. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. It was a... Truly. It was a a fun movie. Very violent. From beginning (laughs) to end, it really kept you going Mm -hmm. and kept you interested. They didn't have any, like, lull. Is Mm -hmm. that a word? Any lull? Any lull, yeah. (laughs) Moments. Um, Yeah, they, they kept the pace so well. And the characters... Even though you didn't get, like, this strong introduction to any of the characters, the way they had them, like, coordinate together with running through this house and, like, seeing the maids and the nannies and the butlers in the house um, get with this family and this goal that they're after to attack Mm -hmm. this bride since she selected the... It's insane. Yeah. And the the lead actress does really well, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. She does. She she handled it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think the thing that I really thought was cool was that... She is, if you want to watch a movie where there is a good, strong female character, and not just the hero, the other, the other female parts in the, in the movie were just as, as real and, 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 and strong characters. Uh, but, uh, it was cool to see like a female, like a real female heroine, Mm -hmm. um, who was, a badass she you was. know she was a badass you know um and i think there's so much i want to talk about when it comes to it and i can't because it's like gonna give stuff away but <laughs> there's a scene between the lead of the bride and then her husband alex mm-hmm. in the film where he's basically trying to save her and she doesn't know if to trust him or not 
And I remember kind of having a problem with the scene because in my head, I'm like, you just don't trust him. <laughs> like it's done and over with. But then at the same time, there's that battle like, well, I got to trust someone or I might not get out of here at all. Right. You know, so I just remember that being a really good moment. And I won't tell you like where it takes place or anything because some stuff happens around it. But it's a very I feel like it's a very empowering film in some in some ways. Why do you feel that? Well, because I think that like the idea in movies that like the woman is supposed to be saved by the guy is such a prevalent thing in film. All right. And I mean, it's been especially in recent years, it's been like criticized. The film has been criticized a lot for that kind of thing. For not having the for strong not having those strong or like having strong female leads who you know, get to a certain point and then have to be rescued. And then they have to be rescued or by by the guy or share whatnot. The screen and and, and, and you know the thing is is the and, and so it was it's always refreshing for me to see movies like that. Mm-hmm. You know, that to go outside the box yeah. in that respect. Yeah. So because it shouldn't have to go outside the box. It should just be annoying. It's, exactly. If you just want to write the female lead right. and have her kick ass and the save whole the thing. day and seize it all then that's what it is. Yeah. A male shouldn't have to be the saving grace exactly. at the end of it. So exactly. yeah, that's mm-hmm. my, that's my man guys. <laughs> my man right there. Fighting for women. <laughs> We're running out of time here. We should probably move on to, uh, probably our last movie, um, at this point. Oh discuss. man, there's two, two that are really, all right. Which one? Uh, Let's well, go. Yeah. Do you want to do a beautiful, Let's do a beautiful day in beautiful the neighborhood. Because it's probably more known. Yes. That's um, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Obviously, plays, and it's about Mr. Yeah, Rogers. Mr. Fred Rogers. Yeah. Uh, you know, I got to start it off with saying I was kind of disappointed with this film. Yeah? Tom Hanks is my all-time favorite actor. I have loved him since I was like six, eight years old. I look up to the man, got so much respect for him. And he did an amazing job playing Mr. Rogers. I think he was perfectly cast for that role. But I was hoping in this movie that we were going to get more of a look into the backstory of Mr. Rogers, and it wasn't that. Yeah, I remember you had said that you were looking for a biopic, but I, I myself personally, I, and I, I don't want to, I didn't think it was a particularly amazing film myself. I thought, you know, I thought uh, Tom Hanks' performance, as usual, was stellar. Stellar, you yeah. Know, he's Tom Hanks. He always does well. Um, but... Uh, in terms of biopics, I I tend I'm I'm very bored with the biopic genre in a lot of sense because I, I would just them. as I, I would just them. well because <laughs> I would just as easily watch a documentary about Fred Rogers than watch a movie because I mean the thing about movies is that like if I want to learn liberty. Fa- yeah. yeah if I want to learn facts like I'm not gonna watch a, a Hollywood movie that's like known to distort like Hollywood distorts facts all the time yeah they're meant to draw a crowd so obviously they're going to take some um liberties Liberties. when it comes to filming and shooting and changing the story up but for me i always prefer to get as much truth in a movie that's based on someone as you possibly can because i don't necessarily connect with documentaries they tend to bore me in movies i like that they kind of exaggerate a little bit because I know there's likely to be some truth in there Mm -hmm. and that helps me retain information as opposed to watching a documentary. So that was my disappointment with that movie but they definitely showed the side of Mr. Rogers that I think they were going for which was like his genuine spirit and his 
caring nature and how compassionate he was and just the time he took to invest in every single person he met. Right. Yeah. And I would, you know, for me, like I said, I wasn't crazy impressed with the movie, but I thought in terms of capturing the essence of who Fred Rogers uh, was, I think they did, um, I think they did pretty well. I think that was their that. goal. So I think so, they hit it. Um, you know, go and see the movie. Decide for yourself what you what you think about it. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe hit us up and let us know. You know what what you, what you might think about it. Wait, there's actually still a little time, so I want to get to the one I wanted to talk about. <laughs> okay. So this one isn't as well known, and I'm going to speak quickly because it's called Uncorked, and it's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And we just came across this one by chance too, and Josh actually saw it first. And guys, it's an excellent movie. It's a very <laughs> chill. There's nothing like special or fun or crazy about it but it's just like a down-to-earth I wouldn't movie. say that there's nothing special or fun about it I mean, I mean not in that sense, it's not like a high concept it's not fantasy any type of blockbuster or anything like yeah, that it's exactly. like it's about a guy who wants to pursue his dream of becoming a sommelier did I pronounce it right sommelier, sommelier. yeah I think that's what, how you pronounce it and you know his family runs a restaurant it's been there for a couple generations and his father wants him to go into the restaurant business but he's had this dream for maybe the past like three, five years to become a sommelier mm-hmm. and has to go for it mm-hmm. unless he feels like he's he's giving up on himself. Right. So he's trying to balance speaking to his family and letting his father know how he feels with accomplishing this goal and just trying because you right. never know what's going to happen and you'll regret when you don't try things. Yeah. So I think it's a really touching story. And this is the one that I uh, recommended to my mom. And my um, sister and my mom loved it. So if you get the chance to see that one on Netflix, check it out. It's called Uncorked, and it's very well done. Watch it with a glass very of wine. Very down to earth. Watch yes. it with a glass of wine. Yes. It, it, it'll make the movie that much because better. Because that's what a sommelier is. Yes. It's someone who wants to become like basically a master wine taster and travel right. the world and uh, pit wines with meals together. So that's it for us, guys. That is everything for today. Thank you for listening to us. This is Josh Bunny. (laughs) This is Danielle Babs. And you're listening to the Bunny and Babs show. Take care, guys. Next to see you next time. time. (laughs) Bye.